0: Welcome to the No Shame on You podcast, where we talk to mental health professionals, educators, and advocates. No Shame on You is a 501c3 organization dedicated to eliminating the stigma associated with mental health conditions and raising awareness. Our goal is for people who need help to seek it, for family members and friends to know how to provide proper support and to save lives. Now, here's your host, No Shame on You's founder and president, Miriam Ament. Welcome to the 14th podcast of No Shame on You, an organization dedicated to eliminating the stigma associated with mental health conditions and raising mental health awareness. My name is Miriam Ament, and I am the founder of No Shame on You. Today, we are thrilled to be joined by Liron David, Director of International Relations and Development at ENOSH, the Israeli Mental Health Association. I have had the honor of getting to know Lerone over the last couple of years, and she is incredible.
1: Hi, (laughs) Lerone. Hi. So great to have you here. (laughs) Thank you, and so great to be here, Miriam. Thank you for the nice introduction. Absolutely. So why don't you tell us
0: a little bit about your background, where you grew up, and how you got into the mental health world.
1: Okay, so I grew up in Israel. I was born to a mixed family of East and West. My mom's family came from Poland after the Holocaust, and my dad's family came from Iraq. Um, I have two um, siblings, my sister uh, that lives in New York now and my brother that lives in Jerusalem. Um, and I am married to Ido, that because of him we are here in Chicago. Um, and I have two daughters and one boy, two girls, twin girls and one boy. Um, and my professional path was um, always around social justice. I was, after the army, when, where I served as an officer, I, I was uh, going to study law and low social work at the Hebrew University of Jerusalem. And um, when I thought about being a lawyer alone, it wasn't exciting exciting enough, and social work alone wasn't exciting enough, so the combination did the excitement for me. Um, and through the studies, I was exposed to a lot of um, Marginal marginalized communities issues in Israel, and, and wanted to go in the path of human rights. Um, I studied LLM in human rights law in the um, Michlalalimin Haal, the academy in Rishon LeZion, um, and then worked in the Israeli Supreme Court and the Israeli Ministry of Justice. And after a couple of years, I understood that I need the, to come back to the field and work with people and for people. And, and, and then I, I did a shift to the civil society and came to Enosh, the Israeli Mental Health Association.
0: Great. So tell us about the work that Enosh does in your, in your role there.
1: OK. So. Enosh is a non-profit organization that aims to promote community mental health and provide support for people with psychosocial disabilities and their family members um, and advocate for their life, for their rights. Enosh in Hebrew means humanity, enoshut. Uh And it's going way back to the book of Genesis. Enosh was the grandson of Adam and Eve. So humanity came from it. So this is one Hebrew word... That everybody can can now say. Um, so for more than 40 years, uh, our organization was the leading voice of fighting against stigma associated with mental health and people with psychosocial disabilities in Israel. In Israel, and we call people with psychosocial disability mitmodedim. In Hebrew, it means "copers," people who cope. Oh wow! Yeah, because uh, saying. A you know, in, in the past we used lunatics and oh, yeah. you know all kind a of, lot of really stigmatizing, stigmatizing words. And mitmudedim is a phrase or a word that came from the people themselves and, and shaping their you know how they yeah like they survivors
0: kind of right yeah. But
1: I think more when you speak about coping. Right. It has more strength to it. Yeah, like
0: we're managing, you could yeah. live a, a yeah. high-functioning life and still live with a mental health right. condition. And
1: I think it's very much um, related to how now we see the discourse on people with disabilities, that nothing about us without us. Uh, this is the motto. Right, so right. So I think it, it reflects that. Um, so we provide a lot of professional community-based mental health services. Um, in the fields of supportive housing, supportive employment, social and recreation centers, and family counseling centers. We also have a youth center that, that provides psychological treatments for youth ages 13, 12 to 25 um, headspace centers. And we are operating all kind of unique and, and interesting new models um, that are person-centered have a person-centered approach now. Um, I can give you some numbers if you want. We have more than 70 centers around Israel. Wow. Um, and we provide services to more than 6,000 people a year and 2,000 family members that are coming into our services um, every year um, and 300 youth um, people that are in our uh, youth centers yes
0: amazing can you elaborate on along those lines can you elaborate a little bit on the mental health system in Israel in general yes Please.
1: so I, I, I will do it brief but first of all we have a system not as <laughs> as many other countries we have a mental health system that um, provide hospitalization for people with severe and mental illness um, and it it is by law, we have the treatment of people with mental illness law, um, and we have the community services side. So after a person is living with severe mental illness, want to come back to the community or want to recover, um, he has a variety of opportunities um, uh, in his, in the lo- provided by, by law, the rehabilitation right. law. Um, and. We are one of the providers of these services and we are funded by the Israeli Ministry of Health. So if you, are, um, if you have a disability um, of more than 40% uh, of mental health disability, you can apply um, to be in, this, in the recovery system and can get provided with all the care you need. We have a free consultation for family members so they can just reach out to our centers.
0: Wow. So for people who don't know how to handle having a loved one living with a mental health condition? Exactly,
1: exactly. And we have group therapy for them, we have self-help groups, we have uh, workshops and uh, lectures for them, and all of our services are also very culturally adapted. So if we have specific communities that need uh, specific teams, we are um, supporting that. So for example, we, we work with... Jewish, Ethiopian Jewish communities, with ultra-Orthodox communities, with Arab communities, and so on. We have many different um, communities in Israel that we need to address the issue of mental health, and we also need to address the stigma um, within the society. So that's another um, thing that we are doing in Enosh, advocating for the rights of people with disabilities and trying to put more efforts on legislation and regulation. Supporting mental health, better mental health system. We see that from the pool uh, of almost 250,000 people that needs mental health services, only 24,000 or 27,000 um, up to date, uh, the, the data up to date, um, only 27,000 get services that they need. So it means that we have a huge gap that we oh. can relate this gap to some barriers, but I think the important one is the stigma. People won't come to the social security to get disability approved. Oh. They won't come to the Committee of, of Rehabilitation because of stigma. Family okay. members will not support this process because they have the shame within them. So, we are trying to reduce the barriers. We opened a few years ago information call center, so people can understand what they can do in order to really fulfill their rights.
0: Amazing. Okay, but that's very interesting. So, the, you see how the stigma and shame keeps the many people who need help yeah. or family members who need help from getting the help that they need, yeah. um, which, I mean, obviously, we see here in America, too. but. Um, I'm sorry to hear that but it's yeah. great it's great that you're trying to address it by opening call centers and doing all the many things that you do um so speaking of the many things you do i know you've traveled around the world in your work um and you've gone to all types of mental health conferences can you uh, tell us what you've seen in these conferences as sort of trending worldwide in terms of the mental health community
1: okay so i'll tell a little bit about a little bit about my role i'm the director of international relations and development and previously i was establishing in enosh the uh, policy and legislation department i was assistant to ceo and um, and led a lot of um, advocacy efforts within the is within the country with israeli civil society organization and others and people with lived experience that led a lot of uh, advocacy efforts and then when i moved here to chicago we started um, Um, doing a lot of international activity. Um, A few years ago we got a a consultative status from the United Nations Economic and Social Council and this status enables us to be involved in all kind of global efforts uh, around people with disabilities or global mental health and in my role, I'm trying to to expand the advocacy effort that we do in Israel to the global level, but also to connect to professional organization and see how we can maybe collaborate or promote development and resources to the organization and for other organizations. So in the advocacy, in the, le- in the international level, we see a lot of efforts uh, done by the World Health Organization today to promote community-based services. Um, the problem, almost in all the countries around the world is that resources towards mental health are really, really poor. Um, even though some countries have signed a lot of international convention on the rights of persons with disabilities or guidelines, we, we don't see a lot of resources along with those um, uh, um, conventions. So they are trying to promote a lot of um, information and database about good practices around the world, so governments can see that they have alternative to hospitalization. So if you speak about trending issues, um, we see the alternative to hospitalization and is one thing. So that if you have enough, strong enough community-based services, you can maybe reduce hospitaliz- hospitalization. And we see a lot of new approaches that are coming into services. So, for example, um, the open dialogue approach that's developed in Finland is getting more and more uh, into the services. Um, it, it enables people to really speak with professionals on the, you know, how do you say, eye level? They, they they are on the same level. Right, and, see eye I to I. Uh, Yeah, A lot of equality right. and seeing the person in his whole system not Ah, just holistically holistically and not just to see his diagnosis and so the problem that we see in the global mental health is that the medical model is really ruling the issue of mental health in many countries and the the shift is to a more social-based model, human, humane model, right. that will give more power to the people with the disability um, instead of the professionals. Um, so one of the things is to show how we can do it differently, right. and it means that professionals need to do the change, people themselves need to do the change, and advocates need to understand what are we fighting for.
0: Right. Right. Yeah.
1: So, so this is a little bit from the international perspective. And um, in my con- in my involvement in a lot of conferences lately, um, we see many professionals are being more aware of the new approaches that are coming. More people with disabilities are involved in discussions in regulation, in legislation, in participatory processes. Right. Um, and we are trying to support that and promote that within our service, but also in Israel and in the global level.
0: Wow, that's amazing. So um, based on your exposure to all these people, we talked about stigma and shame earlier. Do you see stigma and shame around the world beginning to diminish at all, based on all these conversations, or do you think it's still...
1: It's it's an interesting question. I think, I think in Israel, f- uh, for sure, I can see the change. Um, Maybe it's because I'm involved in all those organizations, but I can see mental health getting more and more to the headlines of, you know, newspapers, the media. We see more people willing to discuss the issue, to open up. You see a lot of, uh, not a lot, but many celebrities, right. uh, you know, going out of the closet and yeah. speaking about their mental illness. But I think it's more, you see it more in, um, in cases of depression, trauma, we need to see it more in the more severe mental illnesses, as bipolar, schizophrenia, and other right. you know complex um, uh, situations that people need to know how to address. Right. Uh, the 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 public need to know how to address, and we need to the people with the disabilities need to. Feel comfortable enough to open up and, right. and share their experience, and,
0: right? And get the help they need, like you and were get saying. The help right. So, so
1: I can see re- the reduction in stigma a little bit in Israel. I can see more of a public discussion also in the international level. Okay. I think the effort that the World Health Organization is putting into this quality rights project right. um, are are changing a few things, and we see a lot of global initiatives that are popping up and you know trying to. Um, to change the discourse, to change the resource allocation around the world, to speak with companies and banks and other foundations to provide more resources towards mental health, because this is a neglected issue for many years.
0: Right, okay, but it sounds like you're doing, I mean, thank you to you and Anosh for all the amazing uh, things you're doing and the impact you're having on thousands upon thousands of people, so thank you. Um, Where can we find more about you and the work that you do um, and that Anosh does?
1: Okay, so first of all, we have a website, (laughs) and for people in America, they can uh, just look uh, for um, Enosh, it's like www.enosh.org.il. And this is our website. Okay. And we are also having a fundraising event in November twenty fourth. Oh. And people in, in America, America No. In America. Oh. people it's in Israel oh, in okay. Tel Aviv. In but people in America can support us by okay. purchasing tickets for, for our um, for our copers uh, that cannot afford a ticket uh. and I would very much love to see people here support our work and maybe um, um, give the gifts for our uh, beneficiaries um, and also we, we are um, having a Facebook website and LinkedIn so we are, all, we are there um, and people can also reach out to me if they want to connect or want to understand more about our activity in Israel and internationally, I think one point that is really important to me um, here when I discuss you about the Jewish community is that sometimes we think things are only happening in our, you know, home, our community, or Absolutely. you know, in our yeah. surrounding, and nobody else is, you know, struggling with the same thing as we. Right. But I know a lot of people here that told me, ah, in Israel, you have a mental health association that is so great. Like I have a cousin there, or I know a person that is coming and maybe he needs the support. He needs help. So people in the US, if you have relatives or, you know, close relationships in Israel, they also can get support. And um, so that's important for me to say. And yeah, the stigma is in Israel and in the US, but we can struggle with that together but
0: there's support out there and if you have a relative who's living in israel or there for a year or something like that enos can help
1: yeah yeah just call our call center we can help you know find the res- the right resource for each case and um, yeah
0: amazing amazing thank you so much uh that's wonderful to hear anything else you'd like to add or share? I mean, it sounds like you're really doing so much for so many.
1: Yeah, I, I think after speaking with you a few times, I understand how much the the work that we do around the world is so similar. Like we struggle with the same barriers and we want to promote the same ideas. Right. And, and I think that global mental health collaborations are really necessary today because we, we have... A, we have a chance now when things are more discussed out there to promote some some efforts um, and help help people get right. better you know lives um, and live more independently. Um, definitely,
0: definitely, and it sounds like you're definitely doing that.
1: If people need our call center, I just want to give the number. Sure. It's um, plus nine seven two. That's. Israel. Okay. If you are in Israel, 074-755-6155.
0: Great. And that's your call center. Yeah. So anyone who has either themselves or a loved one with an issue can call and get the directed to the support that, that they, they need.
1: Yes, exactly. That's wonderful.
0: Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us and for all the great work you do. Um, and for more about No Shame On You, feel free to check out Org. That's the letter U.org. Uh, and we're so honored that we have the room with us today.
1: Thank you, Miriam. Thank you for hosting me and give a room to Enosh and the work in Israel.
0: Absolutely. It's fantastic work. So we're honored <laughs> to be able to do it. So thank you so much.